Greg Gollins, Substitute Teacher's Lounge. It's still summer. If I look back to my top five episodes, they were all kind of on the practical side. We probably do about 90% practical, 10% emotional. Don't tune out, but today is going to be one of the emotional ones because something happened to me this week that was very positive. It's one of those kind of things that keeps you coming back to substitute teaching. And it's just some one of those positive, unexpected events. We're going to talk about them today. This one might actually finally make me take a job at an elementary school for substitute teacher. So let's get into it. All right. Every now and then, especially in summer, I mean, we have nothing else to do. We don't have any student stories to share from subbing this week. Every now and then, we just need an emotional pick-me-up. And some events, well, a event happened this week that made me think, man, that's why I do this. I go through all those days where maybe I've had trouble in the classroom, but it's incidences and days like this that make me realize why I keep coming back. I'll put up with the bad stuff just to get to these surprising moments that were totally unexpected, but that meant so much to me. This week, I've already gotten a call. In fact, it was for a long-term substitute teaching role. It would have been for several weeks for uh, to relieve a lady who's having a baby. Turned it down. Here's why. It was kind of more of a specialty class that I've taught two times. And every time I've taught it, it's been with other teachers. This time, it would have been me as the only teacher, maybe an aide from time to time, but I just knew that it was not the moment where I wanted to start back to full-time substituting in that way. Plus, there is a little caveat. There's a high school that I haven't done that much substitute teaching for lately, but I am helped. That's the group that I'm helping their volleyball team this this year, so I kind of wanted to get back in early on during the volleyball season and substitute with that school. We'll see how all that goes, but I wanted to bring up something that happened this week. It was it wasn't with a student I've had before in class. It was actually a sister of a student that I had had before in class, who's only going in to the third grade, but. You know, as substitute teachers, or when you get right down to it, some of you are probably, I talk about coaching volleyball. Some of you are probably coaching something. Some of you may be helping with band. Some of you may be helping with the academic team. Even if you're a substitute teacher, maybe you're a parent of a student who you help out with on their special events, any of that kind of stuff. So I'm going to venture to say that all of us do extracurricular work all the time. It just so happens to be my wheelhouse is with the volleyball program and a new club that's starting in the area. Well, 
one of the things that I like to help to do, especially as a referee, I have been refing some of the young games, and I'll stand up on the stand, and I'm actually able to give advice in this league because we're not just playing to win. We're actually playing to instruct. So if I see somebody getting ready to, you know, go about serving the ball in the wrong manner, I'll just say something nicely, quickly to them. Well, two weeks ago, I gave some advice to a little girl who's going into the third grade who just coincidentally had a sister that I've had in class several times, an older sister, great student, and I always thought a lot of her. And I did know that this was her sister, but it wouldn't have mattered. This was just a little girl who was struggling getting her serve over. She's only going into the third grade. We're letting them serve about 10 feet away from the net until they learn and, and gain their strength. And a couple of weeks ago, I could see that she was serving into the net, and I could also see why, because she is just a little bundle of energy, and we like that. But I told her, I said, listen, the only reason your serves are off right now is because we love your energy, but you're you're constantly in motion, which is great. You want to be able to move quickly, but when you're serving, try your best to stand still and get that serve over. And she served three in a row over the net. Then, this past week, the first night of games, bless her heart, she served seven straight points, and she may now be the best server on that team. I know that the coach has her serving first, and that's usually what you do. You put your best server first. But here's the moment that sparkled for me, that made me realize not only do I love working with the kids, but maybe it's time since I feel so good about working with these 8 to 10-year-olds that maybe I want to do a little bit of elementary school this year. Anyway, she came up after the game and she actually made the comment, thanks for all of your advice. Now, here's a little third grader thanking me for my advice to help her with her serve. And I know she was sincere about it, but I also figured that was probably something her parents put her up to. Won't you go over and thank Mr. Collins? But it wasn't. She did that on her own. And the way I know is because I asked her if her mom was here, and she said, no, they're not here right now. And then I remembered she also had an older sister, not the one I talked about as a student, but another one playing there as well. So she she would hung around from the game, and then the parents would pick them up. Well, the next night, more games. After her game, she came up to me and she said, hey, my mom's here tonight. So I went over and met her mom. I told her what she had said on her own the night before. And the, the, it's so funny because the people, it's one of those stories that the people sitting, sitting around her just went, oh, like, you know, here's this little third grader that gave me a surprising moment and made me realize that's what I love about substitute teaching and working with kids. I know for sure since I now know that player real well, if I ever am in a situation where I see a substitute teaching job popping up out of elementary school, 
and I know it's her school and I know it might be her class, I'll probably take it because at least I'll know, I already know some of the students that are in there. What I would encourage you to do right now is possibly this. Now, I'm not a big fan of writing things down. I never have been. I've told you before, when I do one of these podcasts, I probably have four words written on the piece of paper. And since I'm a gabber, I can talk from those four words. But I did make some notes tonight. But I usually do my notes in my phone in the notes section. But think about the moments, your best moments as a substitute teacher. The ones that make you say, just when I thought I couldn't take it anymore, this happens. And now I'm, I'm high as a kite. I'm ready to go back and help kids, let the kids help me sometimes. I mean, that really motivated me to hear her say that. I, you know, it's interesting. I'm in this volleyball program as a coach, but I really don't have any coaching background. I have a referee background. But yet I find myself being intelligent enough to at least provide some help. Parents meeting this week for the high school volleyball program, and she introduced me as a volunteer assistant coach. And she said, Greg is excellent at keeping the score for a match, and we're going to make sure all our players learn how to keep score. They're going to sit with Greg, and he's going to teach them. Those will be moments I'll be able to bond with those kids. Here's some of my favorite moments from when I substitute taught that keeps me coming back. You know, I'll give you one more extracurricular one because this is, this is years ago. In fact, I think this student, I think this happened in the eighth grade and this student just graduated from high school. So it's been a while back, but I remember I was an umpire for softball. I had hit her in class that day. She's a good hitter. She stepped into the box. She took the first pitch, and I called a strike because in my eyes, it was on the outside corner. She swung at the next pitch and missed, and then I called a third strike on the inside corner, and I said, oh, man. That's one of my students. That's the thing about umpiring students you teach. You never know what you're going to cross your mind. But I said, well, she's she's going to give me an earful in class tomorrow. Well, it just so happened we were changing umpiring gear. We were switching up between varsity, and I guess it was actually eighth grade and seventh grade games. And as I was changing, she was leaving with her mother. And I just took the opportunity and said, I looked over at her, and I said, are you mad at me? And she actually, in front of her mom, ran over and gave me a hug right there. And I'm thinking, those kids let me call the strike zone. They might think I'm tough on them, but yet they still respect me. And that was a moment for me. I was friends with that student from that point on. We would. Uh, I loved having her in class. She was a great student, a straight-A student. Actually, a disciplinarian for me sometimes because if I thought the kids would were getting out of hand, she would fuss at them for me. So it was really kind of an interesting situation. I've had classroom situations 
That's what I wanted you to maybe write down. Think of your best classroom situations. I've had students tell me, and I don't know why. I have a feeling it's because the students didn't listen in the first place, but they'll tell me, thanks for explaining that to me. I never had it explained that way before. Well, that's a special moment. Think about your special moment. Think about the reason you want to keep going back as a substitute teacher. There's other special moments. Also, with your administrative people, you know. I don't want to use the word hound, but let's use it anyway. When schools start hounding you to come back and sub for them, it's not just because they need warm bodies in the building to cover the classes. They probably ask you to teach some of the tougher classes because you have a reputation as a good substitute teacher. Keep that reputation up. Don't ruin it. I hope that with the time, with me taking more time off last year, it won't ruin my chances to try to go back to at least four days a week this year. I love my volleyball situation. I have the players ask me, even though I haven't had them in class lately, are you going to be at our practice tomorrow night? Are you going to be at practice tomorrow morning? That kind of thing. So glad I'm retired from my normal job. I get to spend a lot of time with them and just watch the way a team comes together. That's fascinating to me. I'd like to do that someday. I'd like to be a coach of a team someday. All kinds of classroom situations that I'm sure you've been through. Maybe one surprising thing to me with a student is I knew I was going to be with a group of students for about 10 weeks. I I was left directions from the regular teacher. So I knew on the curriculum early on was kids being prepared to make a presentation in the front of the class. Well, let's face it, some students just don't like doing that. So I had one student in the class that I worked with and worked with and had them come in at lunch one time and said, won't you talk to me instead of talking in front of a class and tell me how you would present this? And they did. And I said, now, didn't you feel comfortable doing that? And they said, yes, but it was just you. Okay. And then I said, all right, remember the last time that you saw somebody in front of class that may have been nervous? Did you think much about them being nervous? Did you make fun of them? No. There's nobody out there that's going to make fun of you either. So why don't you, when your peer, when your class period comes up today, why don't you give it your best shot? And I talked them into it. And not only did they do a great job, they ended up being in the debate club when they got to high school. So that was hilarious to me. So think about before your summer's over and before you think about, oh, I got to go back to work. Think about all those special moments that kept you going as a substitute teacher. I've got a lot of them. Some of them have touched my heart. Some of them are a bit more personal, and I haven't shared those with you today, but you've got the same ones. You've got some that are a bit more personal. It's kind of funny. I am, I'm writing an ebook. It's called Don't Run Away From Me, and I've 
handed out copies of the first chapter to some of the volleyball students and they're reading it. I want them to kind of critique it for me. They own a copy. A lot of them own a copy of my previous book that I wrote just for fun. It is, if you want to buy it, you can. It's on Amazon. It's called Butterfly Swag. That was the first one I wrote. It's a short one. It won't, it won't cost you much and it won't take you long to read, but just having them request, I'd like to read your book. Those are special to me. Remember those special moments. They keep you coming back as a substitute teacher. And as we get get our countdown going, my goodness, we've got, I'm recording this on a Friday. It comes out on the 23rd of July, 2023. That means there's Eight more days left in the month, and then in my area, there's 16 days after that before school starts, so it's 24 days. We've only got 24 days, and that's calendar days. That's not weekdays. That's calendar days before we fire school back up. So get ready. Make the most of those emotional, surprising, happy moments, and that would just help us all to be better fulfilled as substitute teachers.